Hi, welcome to How to Be a Humane Leader Without Losing Your Job. In this podcast, we dive into compassionate leadership in today's fast-paced business environment. With our experience and insights, we'll help you lead with heart while securing your career. Join us for engaging conversations and practical advice to elevate your leadership skills and make a real difference. I'm your host, Roberto Torres, a seasoned startup engineering leader, alongside Chris Ollerkin, a Fortune 100 IT leader. Today, we're discussing with all the tech, lab, tech layoffs to remote how a human leader at these companies may need to talk to their teams. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, Roberto, I'm doing great. How's things uh, going there in Mexico today? Ah, very rainy days, but very cool. Thank you very much. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, so layoffs are really starting to make uh, the news again in in significant volume, and it and it can be tough for a leader to be humane about it. You know what is a terrible event in the employees' lives? It's it's going to be tough. Well, I, actually, uh, this has been going since September 2021, so it it is a roller coaster in, in which you can see maybe there is a 10,000 layoffs. Worldwide, and suddenly there's uh, you go to the peak of 100,000, and then you go 50,000. But it, it is something that we uh, um, we as members of IT, regardless of the company or the country or everything, we have to or we have been uh, observing because it could uh, we could go uh, uh, like that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think IT. It seems to me, and from my perspective of reading business news, IT has a tendency to feel the impact of layoffs more frequently than other areas of the business. Again, maybe a little bit biased because I'm in IT, but it certainly seems like that's one of the areas that gets hurt first because you can virtualize things or you can uh, send the labor to a different country or other other methods. So it does seem that IT gets impacted first. Then you know, one of the things I, I wanted to touch on is as a humane leader, if you're if you're facing layoffs and your employees are coming to you about it, one of the things that I always tried to do is explain to them ahead of time what actually happens in a layoff so that when or if they are uh, called into the room to be told they're being laid off, they don't... Um, they aren't totally surprised at how the conversation goes. At least in very large companies like I'm in, it's a very scripted event. HR and the legal team, they wanna make sure that you as the leader don't say something in the layoff meeting that might make them you know, liable to be sued or anything. So in our company, we actually had very approved scripts. You could write it up, you'd have to give it to HR, HR and potentially even legal, depending on what the situation was, review the script and say, okay, yes, you can read that. And it was very basic. I mean, maybe a minute or two at a, at a time, but it was basically something like, as you know, Chris, we're uh, changing our company strategy and we're doing some different things than we were before to implement this strategy. We're going to have a reduction in force. And unfortunately, this impacts you. You will receive the company severance. If you have any questions, go to HR. Not granted, it was a little bit longer than that, but literally only maybe a minute or two longer. It didn't explain much. It just said you'd get the severance package. 
And then they turn you over to HR and, and, the, and the conversation with your boss is over. The boss is not allowed to say, great work, Chris. We've really appreciated your 40 years of contributions to the company. Uh, you've done outstanding work. We're going to miss you. Um, we're so sorry we have to lay you off. They can't say any of that. And I would always try and brief my teams to let them know, look, I, I care about you. I always try to congratulate you when you do have successes so that you know I appreciate your hard work. But if it comes into a layoff meeting, I can't say any of those things in the layoff meeting. I can't say I'm sorry. I can't say I wish it wasn't you. Nothing. I just have to read the script and say, you know, unfortunately, uh, this is going to impact your role and HR will have all the details of the severance. Yeah, and I think uh, with that, with everything that you mentioned, yes, communication is essential. As we've been talking in all the uh, most of the episodes that we we had in, in this podcast, and what I see uh, when I lay up is involved or, or could be involved, there are two beings uh, um, that are involved in this. The first is the human being that um, in this case, it is a leader that will tell uh, their team uh, what uh, uh, they might be expecting, you know? Okay, the company might be in turmoil. Uh, There could be layoffs, we don't know, but you try not to scare them, you know? Try to be communicated with them. So they can be aware, so there will be no illusions uh, and uh, the expectations might happen, but to lead them to, to become productive, that, that is the first one. The second one, it, you should consider a company as a living being, but it's not. And, and I mentioned this because there are several books that says that companies have to be considered as a living being, you know, that to thrive, uh, was born, to die, and everything. But a company, it's a bit which is cold at heart, which will tell you that the stuff being really straightforward without, uh, I don't know, some noise, will tell you everything. So when the company decides that maybe one person, one team, one department or maybe uh, a a big percentage of the company has to be has to be laid up it will it will say it so it has to be by the leader to apply a candor to tell the people everything not 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 everything uh, what the leader can can say no more because otherwise he, he or she will get in problems Yes, no, absolutely. Yeah, if you if you had said the wrong things in a layoff meeting, uh, you may find yourself getting fired if you're violating company policy and procedures for, you know, what you're supposed to do. And that's and that's troubling, right? You know, because you want to be a humane leader. I think most people want to be a humane humane leader. Uh, I you know I experienced in my life working with some peers who were perhaps a little bit less than humane or less than understanding of other people's perspectives on layoffs. Uh, I was shocked sometimes, you know, with some leaders, how callously they just, eh, it's just a layoff, you know, one, because their ego thought it would never, ever be them. And some of them 
did end up getting laid off. Uh, two, they're like, it's just normal business. They should just know. Your employees should just know that they could get laid off. And I, you know, I always personally felt much more humane about it because, you know, I had a mortgage. I had bills to pay. Uh, you know, I liked the people I worked with. I didn't want to see them go and I didn't want to leave myself. And so, you know, as a humane leader, sometimes the things that that kind of cold company, like you're saying, the cold company is just making hard, cold business decisions. Us as the humane leader can still try to be uh, humane about it, educating our employees, be compassionate about what they're facing. If you know your employees, you know that the younger ones, you know, maybe one of your younger colleagues in your team uh, just had twins, you know, in the family. So, boy, laying that person off is going to be rough, but the business doesn't care that they had twins. The business doesn't care that your adult parents now need nursing home care and you're, you're spending extra money to take care of them. They don't care. They don't care. But you as the leader, you can be compassionate. And, and if the company's facing layoffs or they have questions, they come to you, you know, I have, I have new twins, right? You know, I have this difficulty with my parents. You know, do you think there's a risk of layoffs? My answer would be as well, look at the news, number one, and see that there are lots of layoffs. And two, how is our business doing? If the last quarter, if you're a publicly traded company, right, they, they have quarterly meetings. They usually have a quarterly uh, meeting to report the earnings and the profits. But listen in on that. I, I can remember in my company, they actually would say in the earnings call that, you know, we didn't meet our targets. And so we're probably going to have a reduction in force. Then how come the employees are surprised we're having a reduction in force? It was in this public call to stockholders. And it's because very few employees uh, pay detailed attention to how the company is actually doing. Yeah. You know? And as a humane leader, you can pass that information along. It's public information. Here it is. This is what they said. It may not make them feel any safer, but at least they're aware of the facts. And as a leader, you, you, sh you should always share facts. But, you know, if they come to you, are there going to be layoffs? Is the fact that I don't know but here's what they said in the earnings call. So we can then try and, you know, suppose what that might mean. Uh, in my company, they had layoffs constantly. So it was, uh, you know, any employee there who thought they would never, ever be laid off. I don't know how they could think that because there were layoffs almost every single year, sometimes two a year. Um, so sometimes some employees are just not aware and as the humane leader you help inform them and, and point them to public information about what's going on to help them make career decisions plan for the future you know maybe the company's not right for them either if they face this kind of risk and can't manage the stress maybe they should work someplace else yeah uh, there we're going to i'm going to split into uh, what you just said. The first is of the employee, regardless of the position that they are. Okay, they must listen and pay attention and understand everything regarding the company. Is it in good track? Is it in bad track? It, it, it is in bad track. Okay, how is going to affect me, my team, my department, everything? What can I do? What can I do? What are my boundaries to maybe helping the company so we cannot be uh, laid off? 
But people, as we mentioned in the previous episode, people sometimes they are most uh, in, in a big meeting, they're doing something else, playing with your mobile phone or not paying attention. So it is a total responsibility of the people to fully understand what is going on. It's like playing a constant uh, chess game in which you could see if, if you're winning or not. If yes. you don't pay attention, you will lose that match, okay? That is the first one. And the second one, it is what you mentioned about the ego of the leader, the leader's ego. People don't realize that uh, every day we're having, we're a day older. The young people, we get old at some time. So if you do age discrimination, dude, it's going to happen to, to you in the future. So try to avoid that. So if you take away the ego, with uh, one of the problems with the ego is that sometimes for many people, ego is uh, a higher burden or uh, than, uh, than maybe your compassionate or your uh, leadership. Uh, and ego sometimes dominates and dictates how you have to behave, but that's a uh, topic for another uh, episode. The thing is, if you take away the ego and be humane, you can contact and you do uh, have a strength. Uh, either you haven't formed a bond, you could have it. And if you have, you could uh, communicate uh, easier with your team. So I think these two challenges had to uh, come from within, from within us. Otherwise, uh, it will be to uh, demise. Yes, oh. no, I completely, completely, completely agree. It's, it's, and it's also something you can't just suddenly turn on. You know, if you've been leading the team for three years and the company's been doing great, but you really haven't been a very humane leader during that time, and now all of a sudden you're facing layoffs. And you want to flip the switch and become humane and have deeper conversations with people to prepare them for what might come. It's probably too late. You know, I mean, it, it takes time for you to have uh, those kinds of conversations. Certainly on the second day of being the leader of the team, I want to talk about layoffs today. <laughs> That's not something you could do, right? You know, you've got to be building the rapport, building trust over time being that humane leader, getting to know the team, getting to understand where they're at in their career, what motivates them, what fears do they have? I remember one gentleman, uh, he had this great fear of getting laid off, but he had that fear for like 20 years. Same oh company. Goodness. You know, I'm going to get laid off. It's been 20 years. You still haven't been laid off. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things that but see that for him that was his biggest fear now it was very easy to recognize because he would tell everybody who would listen to him right but you knew that if the company was facing layoffs you're going to need as a humane leader to invest a little extra time with that person to make sure he stayed on task stayed on you know stayed focused on delivering otherwise he would get laid off right so you got to know your team so that you can um 
be prepared in, in bad times, to be a more humane leader so that you can manage a bad situation as best you can. Because I, I personally, I don't know how to do a good layoff, to be honest. I, there's no such thing as a good layoff in my book. Yeah, uh, there are certain things. The first is this gentleman that you mentioned, living in fear is something that I want to avoid, you know, because it eats you alive in your brain, in your body, in your mind. That's something that you cannot do. Fear exists, so we should acknowledge all the dangers around us. And fear exists, so we should overcome it. Otherwise, it will dictate our lives. So I don't know what, what happened with this guy, but you must really overcome fear. One thing, that I think it's essential and it's part of my philosophy. It is, and I, and I think that any person that wants to become a human leader is I, what I do is I act with people in the same way I trust they will act with me. So I do candor with people because I trust that they will do the same with me. And if you think, um, if you think uh, thoroughly with this, you can see that people that behave bad and wrong with people, they're going. They might not expect that the other people will, uh, that this third person or third parties will act the same, but they will do. So try to behave uh, not good with people so uh, everything will go okay don't you agree yeah no no absolutely it's kind of one of those it's a uh, karma right you know i mean what yeah. goes around comes around and i and i certainly was able to observe that you know in, in my company where it it didn't always uh the layoffs or firings didn't always impact the people that they should have but eventually they usually did i don't know i actually got laid off also i uh, the uh, root cause was more around a geolocation thing. So I don't know that I quote unquote deserved it. I'd hope, I'd like to think that I was a humane leader and didn't deserve it. Um, but I, I was laid off even. And I think having been on the other side of the table, because many times I was dictated that I would be laying people off, you must do it. Um, I was glad that I knew what the situation was going to be and I could receive the information humanely as a humane employee uh, and being laid off. And I, and I always wanted to treat people how I wanted to be treated. My boss followed the script, you know, when I got laid off. I knew that's what the script would be. I'd had to write them several times, you know, many times myself. So, you know, I, I think when you're prepared for the layoff, even though it may not happen to you, not like the paranoid gentleman I mentioned, but you know, be um, be aware that it could happen to you. Be aware of what the benefits are. Have you looked uh, in your HR? You know, in a big company, there's HR documents, right? You know, HR portal maybe on the website. Find out what your benefits are. As a leader, have you shared with the team? You know, did they look at the benefits? I know many people in my company, many people that I knew didn't even know what the layoff benefit was, which was shocking to me. I'm like, I know what all my benefits are. I know what my dental and medical and my severance and, and all those things. So, you know, maybe you can be a humane leader if you have one of those employees that's very worried about it. Well, 
here's the benefit. Here's where it is in the HR portal. Explain to them what the benefit would be if, if that person was to be laid off. These are the things that the company will do for you, whether it's so many weeks of pay, um, maybe it's uh, career coaching to uh, get your resume back up to date for getting, you know, applying for new jobs. Being a humane leader sometimes is just showing your employees some of the benefits they have in the company, even if it's benefits for something bad like disability insurance or severance in a layoff situation. Because I'll tell you the news with all these big companies, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, just huge companies laying off. I think a lot of people are probably going to be facing this layoff risk in the near future if they haven't faced it already, you know, in the last few months. Yeah, yeah. And, and as you, I was laid off as well. In this case, uh, I was a head of engineering and I, I was in charge of uh, cr not creating this engineering team, but put on onto um, to have a foundation of success, and that's what I did. And I hired different leads, and I was uh, working as a humane leader and becoming a um, an advocate of soft skills, which a new head of people arrived and began doing that. So I was laid up because of duplicity of functions. So they said to me, okay, Roberto, this is your severance package. It was it was good. It was according to law, and uh, I felt like that. You know, I felt, oh my God, what am I going to do? But I overcome fear, and I did what I do right now. And one thing that is uh, important is how you mention uh, to the people that you're going to uh, be laid off, and if you do it with. Um, with your heart, with candor, is going to be really well. People won't say that, oh my God, I got laid off, oh yes, oh. no, no. They're not going to feel that way. But what they're going to, to feel, it is uh, some, maybe some persons, they, they, they will say, okay, the, my leader was a, instead of a heartless people, person, he tried to communicate with candor and uh, and uh, he tried to acknowledge the problems and maybe and and that's why I remember well last year when I'm looking right now when Meta layoff back in uh, November 9, 2022 uh, layoff 11,000 uh, people Mike Zuckerberg oh no Zuckerberg, I don't know, I remember his his name, uh, his first name. He went uh, directly to the camera and all the 11,000 people were in a meeting in which Zuckerberg said, okay, I did wrong. I did this, it didn't work out. I'm sorry, we're going to, uh, uh, you're going to be part of this uh, survey package according to your country, to your team, I don't know. Thank you for all your hard work. I trust that you will get another work. I don't know. I don't know which were the, the exact words, but he tried to show his, uh, the acknowledgement of his problems, not, not of his problems, of his decisions. 
know that it impacted all these people. But I should tell you, uh, and I will, uh, of many companies in which they didn't know that they were laid off until that traditions didn't work, until they received an email, not uh, at morning, maybe at four or five in the afternoon, saying, oh, sorry, Chris, sorry, Roberto, you were laid off. That cold-hearted message throws many uh, bad things about the leaders and the companies. Just recently, yesterday, I read of this lady who was a global logistics head of, um, of a payment gateway provider who was laid off one week no, one month before giving uh, birth to her baby. With no package and everything, I was shocked. The, those kind of companies are the ones that I don't want to work with, not also not the leaders. So I think that that's a really bad situation. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and nowadays, the big difference too, let's say to layoffs 30 years ago, uh, is that now, future job candidates can find out about the layoffs. 30 years ago, it would be really hard to find out if company X, Y, or Z does a lot of layoffs. Um, I'll mention, I don't get compensated for this, but I, I know of a website called thelayoffs.com, the T-H-E layoff.com, I think, or is there an S on the end? I'm not sure, but, but you can look up companies that you might be considering applying for, and you can read about are they doing layoffs? Uh, how is the management? How compassionate are they? Are they humane leaders at that company? And so you, you know, nowadays the youth or, or, or you know, future employees, they can look. And if you are an inhumane company with a lot of inhumane leaders, you're probably going to have a recruiting problem. You know, that information gets around now. Whereas previously, you know, if you laid off a bunch of people, Odds are future candidates coming out of college or whatever, they're not going to know. They would never know that it happened. They never knew that you threw out a bunch of people that were over 50 because you just wanted to get some cheap labor. Well, you're right. You mentioned before, like the, the younger generation. Well, that's OK. Yeah, but you'll be 50 sometime in the future. Also, if you're lucky uh, and you don't want the axe swinging on your neck just because you're now 50 years old. So I think, you know, as a as a humane leader, it helps the company in the long run, the more humane you are, because people want compassionate leadership, like you're mentioning, um, you know, the Zuckerberg example of acknowledging, look, the reason we're having these layoffs are because mistakes that I made. And unfortunately, th this is action we need to keep the company going. Wow. What comp that's compassionate leadership. It's yeah, very I rare. I didn't know of that of that web page, but I'll be after ending this podcast, I'll, I'll jump into that. So because I'm, right now I'm applying to to jobs, well, it's uh, it's really difficult. Okay, uh, with this, I think that we could do the wrap up. Uh, don't you agree, Chris? Yes, sir. Okay. Before that, I remember that it was. I mentioned it was Mike Zuckerberg, but I think it's Mark Zuckerberg. So yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. So well, thanks for joining us on another episode of How to Be a Humane Leader Without Losing Your Job. 
We hope our insights help you become a smarter and more strategic leader. Apply today's lessons to see the positive impact in your team and career. Catch all our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. Join us next week as we discuss something trendy in the leadership world. Until then, stay humane and stay successful. Bye-bye, Chris. Goodbye, Roberto.